Good morning. Today is Sunday, September 12th, 2021. I just learned of a recent initiative that has been going on over the last few years, and it's called Reverse Tashlich. So Tashlich is a ceremony many of us do on the afternoon of the first day of Rosh Hashanah. It can be done any time up until Yom Kippur. So if you didn't do it, you still have time. And the practice is that we go to a body of water. It could be an ocean. It could be a river. It could be a lake. It could be the sprinkler at McDowell Park. Any body of water. And we recite there the passage from the Navi Micha, the prophet Micha, which contains the famous phrase, the Sashlich Bimtsulos Yom Kol Chatosam. God says that he will cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea. And that metaphor, and of course it is a metaphor, that metaphor conveys that our sins are not intrinsically attached to us. They can be cast off. We can cast off our sins simply by changing our ways. That's the essence of teshuva, of repentance. We are not anchored or weighed down by our sins. We can cast them off as if we were throwing them into the ocean. In other words, our past actions need not define us. We can decide to change the definition of who we are going forward by changing our actions. Some people, when they go to Tashlich, carry pieces of bread to throw into the water. I guess maybe the idea is the bread represents the sins, you're throwing the bread into the water, but that is not authentic. There is not a Jewish source for that. It is not part an authentic part of Tashlich. My guess is that originated and has become popular because it keeps children interested. If you want to get your children to come with you, so if you give them bread, they have something to do there, then maybe that keeps them interested. But it is not actually part of what Tashlich is. Tashlich is to be at a place of water and to recite these verses and to think about how we are able through Teshuva to separate ourselves from our past. Now, that's traditional Tashlich. Reverse Tashlich, which by the way can be done along with traditional Tashlich. Reverse Tashlich is a gathering to recognize the sins that we have committed in the garbage we put into the oceans and the seas and water. Obviously, it's not talking about our spiritual sins. Micha's phrase of casting our sins into the ocean does not cause any kind of impurity or or, uh, destruction of, of, of nature. It's purely a metaphor. But we gather there near the water and we remove garbage from the sea, from the beach, from the shore. 
Throwing garbage into the sea causes huge environmental problems. And it is clearly prohibited according to Jewish law. Reverse Tashlich is a worthy effort to bring a Jewish sensibility to a global crisis and to combating that global crisis. This year, that connection is especially appropriate as this year, which started on Rosh Hashanah, is a Shemitah year, the sabbatical year, the seventh year. Now, the main application of the sabbatical year is for farmers and consumers in Israel. And we will study exactly how that works over the next number of weeks. But the underlying theme of this mitzvah applies to every single one of us wherever we are. And it is stated clearly in the Torah, where the Torah says, God says, Ki li ha'aretz, the earth is mine, God says. As the phrase in Tehillim says, La Hashem ha'aretz umloa, to God belongs the earth and everything that is in it. God says, it's my earth. You human beings, we, we are stewards. The Torah describes our role in the earth, on this earth, earlier in the book of Bereshus, where God says to Adam that he is placed, la'avda ulashamra. Our job is to work the land, to settle it, to develop it for the needs of mankind, ulashamra, and to protect it. Protecting the earth, protecting the resources of the earth is a fundamental aspect of why God placed us here and what our role is. We are stewards. We don't have the right to simply do whatever we want with the earth, even the parts of it that, in quotation marks, belong to me, because nothing actually belongs to me, the Torah says, ki li ha'aretz, God, to God belongs the earth and everything that is there. We just get to use it. And our ability, our permission to use it, comes along with it the responsibility to treat the earth properly and to protect it from deterioration. This theme is also an important and integral aspect of Yom Kippur. There's a practice on Yom Kippur in some communities, it is not so widely practiced, but it is deserving of our renewed attention. According to Jewish tradition, on Yom Kippur, we may not wear leather shoes. We are allowed to wear non-leather shoes, even if they are more comfortable. That's fine. But we're not allowed to wear leather shoes. Certainly in former times, leather shoes were the normal kind of shoes that existed. And there are several different reasons given for why we do not wear regular shoes on Yom Kippur. One reason is that on Yom Kippur, we wish to be like angels. We want to appear to God and to ourselves like we are malachim, like we are completely separated from humanly concerns. We are spiritual beings on Yom Kippur. 
we refrain from most human needs on Yom Kippur, like eating and drinking. Many of us have the custom to wear white garments, the way angels are described to us by the prophets. Removing regular shoes is likewise an attempt to imitate the angels, the malachim. It could be the idea of removing our regular shoes is to imitate the Kohen Gadol, the high priest who would officiate all day long in the Beis Hamikdash, in the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, achieving forgiveness on behalf of the entire Jewish people. And we know that the Kohen Gadol, as all the other Kohanim, would officiate in the temple without wearing any shoes. Perhaps that is a reason that we do the same. But there's another reason, which is based on God's words to Moshe at the burning bush, at the very beginning of the book of Shemos. Moshe approached, and God said to Moshe, Remove the shoes that are on your feet. Because the place where you are standing now Admas Kodeshu, it is holy ground. On Yom Kippur, the entire world is holy. By removing our shoes, we remind ourselves of our need to tread more softly on this holy earth God has given us. By removing our shoes on Yom Kippur, we commit ourselves during the rest of the year to recognize the holiness of the earth and to protect its environment. And again, this is true every year, but this is a theme that is highlighted this year with the identity of the Shemitah year, the sabbatical year that conveys this concept as an integral part of its observance. Eli Wiesel tells this story of Rav Nachman of Bratzlov, the great Hasidic Rebbe. One day, Rav Nachman was standing at his open window facing the marketplace. He saw one of his followers, one of his Hasidim, a man named Heichel, and Heichel was hurrying down the street. So Rav Nachman called down to Heichel and he said, come up, I want to speak to you. Come up here. When Heichel came up, he said to him, Heichel, have you seen the sky this morning? Heichel said, no, Rebbe. And the street, Heichel, have you seen the street this morning? And Heichel said, yes, Rebbe. And now, Heichel, out this window, do you see the street right now? Yes, yes, Rebbe, I see the busy street. Tell me what you see. Heichel has said, I see people and horses and carts. I see gesturing merchants and excited peasants. I see men and women coming and going. That's what I see. And the Rebbe said to him, Heichel, Heichel, a street like this one, and another market similar to this one. In 50 years, 
in a hundred years, it will exist on this spot. Other carriages will bring other merchants to sell and buy other horses. But I shall no longer be here, and neither shall you, Heiko. So I ask you, Heiko, what's the good of running if you don't even have time to look up at the sky? We need to make sure that we and our children and our grandchildren will be able to look up and see the sky. We need to commit to repairing our sky, our world, our earth. The symbolic act of wearing non-leather shoes on Yom Kippur, and the substantive act of reverse tashlich may be great places to start to work on this theme starting this year. Now, of course, everyone is always welcome and will warmly be greeted at a dath regardless of what you have or do not have on your feet. But perhaps you would like to try a new fashion statement, this Yom Kippur, and pledge to make this a year where from a Jewish point of view and with a Jewish sensitivity, we take care of God's world. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.